What's up, Billy? How you doing this week, dude? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, Jamie. How about you? I'm all right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Actually, we're doing some testing in school right now, and a testing week is just so exhausting. But, I mean, still thriving, you know. Is it like standardized testing or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some reason, I don't know how they did it in New York, but we used to do it like reading one week and then math the next week. And for some reason this year, it's like everybody's doing reading math on the same week. So I feel bad for the kids. It's cool because the teachers get to teach longer, but at the same time, it's like a big stretch one week. You ask them, hey, why are you doing it this way? They're just going to say, it's because of COVID. You know, Billy, why is your camera so dark? Because uh, of COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand. Trying times. Trying times. <laughs> We're going to get that warning if you ever look on Spotify in the podcast. Uh, you don't, but like, there's always like a little like, learn about COVID. <laughs> because we mentioned it tw- or three times in the show, It's we're going to get that warning. I'm, I'm pumped for it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't expect to be so controversial. <laughs> so controversial. Billy, what are you doing all week? What's what's going on with you? Uh, so I got a friend in town this week. Uh, actually, you know him, uh, Josh. He moved because his girlfriend is in college right now. So they're in Colorado and they just came back for the week. Uh, also visiting Aaron on Thursday because of his birthday party. So going to be hanging out with him for a little bit. And then Friday and Saturday is Forbidden Kingdom for uh, all you listeners out there. I love metal. I love pop punk. I love emo, but I also love EDM. There he is. Yeah. True colors. True colors. The enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. One of the guys I'm super excited to see is uh, Sullivan King, and he's like metal EDM. So they, he brings cool. a guitar and uh, turntables oh, cool. up there. Yeah. I'll be honest, I like EDM too. Yeah. And is it like dubstep or is it like house or none of the above? It is definitely like the hard, heavy bass dubstep. And then it goes, Ugh. but it'll be like, it, it'll sound like a metal song or a rock song. And then it'll just come in with like heavy serum samples and stuff like that so it yeah he's just really killer what's it what's he called or just send me a link yeah i'll, I'll send it to you i think i showed you yeah. him at a band practice before but yeah sullivan king oh yeah you know what that name does sound familiar yeah huh huh what about you jamie what do you got going on this week um i'm like busy all week but i'm busy with like a whole bunch of nothing like (laughs) Like getting laundry done (laughs) yeah getting laundry done was one of them well yeah that i just finished that saga yesterday and it was a saga now this week i finished up a couple client jobs and i am transitioning into another client job with a new client like an audio drama we're doing it's like not horror which is usually what i do like the horror fantasy audio dramas but it is Actually, I really don't know what it is yet. I kind of glanced over the script, but I'm just skimming, look, making sure the audio cues are there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the, I've, I'll keep everyone posted on how that pro- is progressing. Any new original music? Mm, I'm working on some stuff. I'm you know writing some vocals to three songs right now, but it's a very slow process for me right at this at this point in my uh, 
emotional state it is a uh, slow process because i'm generally in a good mood so it's uh, you know got to find something <laughs> just just write in the major key if you're in a good mood oh come on billy and then i'm also uh, i've also gotten into like doing some deep in the editing for the cover that i'm doing it's a slow process for me at, at this point just cuz i'm like trying to do that along with some other actual jobs yeah yeah definitely so you gotta kind of prioritize same thing with me just like because we're in testing season like you know how i was knocking a bunch out for that song that i was working on and it's kind of come to uh not a standstill i jump on it when i can but like once i got the bass done and the lyrics done i went to go record just the clean singing part for it which is very short and Hmm. i just wasn't in the right headspace. I'm like, this is just flat enough to where I don't want to melodyne it. I want to get a better <laughs> take of it. Just too flat. So, should we get into talking to Michaela? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we're here with Michaela Logan from the band Planet Mercury. Michaela, how are you? And just go ahead and introduce yourself briefly and what you do in the band. I am great tonight. Thank you for having me on here. I play guitar and do backing vocals. Um, We do have three other members who unfortunately couldn't be with us tonight, but Chris sings and plays guitar. Pat does backing vocals as well and plays bass. And we have a new drummer named Paul who drums, obviously. All right. Paul the drummer. How new is he? Like one rehearsal and we hired him new. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So I like to kick this off with just some random questions. It doesn't need to be rapid fire, but um, feel free to go as detailed as you want or not. What is your biggest pet peeve? Oh boy. I think just like pettiness in general. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So you're talking about people that are like nitpicking things like, well, actually it's like this. Yeah, like, yeah, like people who just like to like cause trouble for like no good reason. Why? Like, why do you, why do you have to be like that? <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah. chill out. Billy, you got one? So my buddies and I were rating candy recently, like S, A, B, C, D tier list. What is your S tier chocolate or candy? Okay, I'm going to go candy because I'm not a big chocolate person. Okay. Um, but I'm going to say like sour candy in general. Oh. Like Sour Patch Kids? Yeah, or like there's a, a candy Sour Strips. I don't know if you ever heard of that. It's just literally like sour gummy belts. They're super good. And they're like rainbow colored? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I love those. Those I are so good. love those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I, I have a awful sweet tooth. It's like, it's, it's violent. It's really <laughs> bad. Yeah, it's like once you eat one, you got to eat the whole box. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela, what's your favorite instrument? Other than your own. That includes singing too, since you do both. I also play the piano. That was my first instrument. So I think I would probably choose that one just because it's been with me since I was a child. So it's just always got that place, even though I don't like play it live, but it's always fun to go back to it. Yeah, I I like playing the piano. It's like one of those things I never, I have one right here, crappy keyboard. I don't get to uh, play very often, but when I do, I I agree. It's nice to tickle the keys, you know. (laughs) You just made it horrible. I can't believe I just said that. Let's not play piano anymore. You're going to have to edit that out. What was your worst job? Probably I worked at PetSmart for a hot minute a couple years ago. Quit my like career and worked there for a little while because I just like needed a break. And I was like, that'll be cool like to just be in between. And you mix customer service with 
watching people just ruin their animals and you're like, oh my God, this is terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> uh. Wow. What's your career? I'm a vet tech. So I do animal nursing stuff. So to go from that to like pet store stuff was just like, oh man. <laughs> I'm sure that's hard. Yeah. Go from one side to the right. other. Exactly. Oh. Uh, is it milk first or cereal? Oh, cereal. Any okay. other thing is just wrong. All right. We can continue with the interview then. <laughs> do you have any tattoos or piercings? I do. I have, uh, I guess, a bunch, I'll say, of tattoos. Some are easy to show. Like I've got the Chili Peppers logo there. Nice. Stuff there. And I have a three-quarter sleeve and some on my back. Oh, cool. Obviously, my nose, my ears. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see. Are your ears gauged? Yes. Okay. I was trying to tell if they were gauged or just bigger earrings. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Since I was like, I think when I turned 18, I was like, I'm doing it. <laughs> and then just went for it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I would love to get more, but <laughs> what's your favorite tattoo? Oh boy. Probably the sleeve, honestly, just cause like I wanted it for so long and it was like such a process to do it. And then it just came out like exactly how I wanted it. So what's on the sleeve? It's a bunch of birds and flowers. I don't know if you can see like yeah. the flower in the camera and then there's some birds up here. Oh, cool. Um, but for the sake of PG, I'm not going <laughs> to show you the rest. <laughs> but yeah, it came out really nice. Uh, a guy named Josh Torres did it. Um, at Piercing Emporium if you're looking for someone to do that. Cool. Where's that at? Um, it's in Worcester, downtown. They've done actually most of them, all but one of my tattoos, I think. So Cool. Wait, it's Worcester and not Worcester? It's Worcester, not Worcester. Billy. <laughs> Come on, man. So, so you're in Massachusetts? Yes. Okay. My family's from Weymouth. Okay. Here we go. I don't go there often, but I know where it is. <laughs> Uh, let's get into the band. It's a pretty interesting name. Where did it come from? Everyone always asks this and I feel bad because there's just no cool story. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it was just, I was putting up music on Bandcamp like before the band existed and I just didn't want my name on it for whatever. I don't really know why, mm -hmm. um, but that was just what came into my head. And so that's what I was using. And then when I like met the other members, we just never changed it. But somehow it's still like, it makes sense, even though there isn't really like a meaning. It's just like, I don't know, it just fits. And now it's all over our merch, so we can't change it. Right. So. <laughs> I think it sounds cool. I was thinking about it today, like right before we started, I was like, Planet Mercury. Like there, I mean, yeah, there's a Planet Mercury. Yeah. It's cool. I, I like it. <laughs> so how did everyone meet since, so actually, how did everything come together? So like from when you started putting stuff on Bandcamp to actually putting a band together and whatnot? Yeah. So I was, that was honestly like my first experience with like really like trying to write songs um, was then. So I was like putting them up just to see like how I would do. Obviously it was not a huge success, but it inspired me to be like, all right, well, like I can add other people to this and we can, we can do this. There was a couple of shows. I don't know if you know the band against me, but yeah. I saw oh, them. Yeah. Yeah, I saw them like twice within a two-week span during that year. And I was like, I got to be, like, I got to find it. <laughs> got to play, yeah. So that's what really like inspired me. And I actually met Pat, the bass player on Craigslist. Every person yeah. so far. I think just about every interview except for one. <laughs> I don't know how to meet people like not on the internet. But Same. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. We met on Craigslist and then we met our former singer on Craigslist also. And our former drummer went to school with Pat. So we all kind of played together for a while. And then like we've had some lineup changes since then. But I think just about everybody else we've met, or Chris, the singer, he used to play the drums for us. We initially met him through a friend of a friend, but everybody else has been Craigslist. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> I love it. Craigslist is like, 
I, I think we've said this just about every episode. It's got like the bad rap for, you know, being kind it's got its shadiness, but yeah. for music and things like that, it is incredible. Right there. <laughs> I, I still haven't found my girlfriend on it yet though. <laughs> That's probably for the best. <laughs> Billy's the one that makes it weird. Yeah. <laughs> Craigslist was fine, then Billy heard about it. <laughs> Looking for band and girlfriend. <laughs> one stone. There you go. So how long how long have you guys been a band for? Five years now this summer. Um so since twenty seventeen we got together. So I think about it like often, like when we met, like we were barely legal to drink. Yeah. <laughs> and now you guys are slamming them back. Yeah. <laughs> <Not> just, <laughs> yeah. About five years. Have you guys toured at all or just like playing local shows? Yeah, we started traveling in like 20, I think our first like actual trip was in like 2018 or something. We just went to New York City. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we've done a couple of weekends, a couple, like the one we just did in March was about almost three weeks-ish. So definitely love to to travel. Hopefully plan to get some more in before the year is over. Was that your longest tour, that one in March? Yeah, yeah, that was the longest so far. But we will top. Cool. That. <laughs> what uh? What's your method of transportation? Our cars so far. Okay. All <laughs> right. We have two SUVs that we take and usually just split up the the members and the gear and go for it. <laughs> I was gonna ask what the van's name was. Do you have any any names for your cars or the SUVs or anything or no? I don't actually. I named my last car Gwen. I think. Gwen. But what kind of car was it? It was a oh god, a Nissan Altima. But this one I have a Rogue now, and I just I don't know. I just never named it. Um, it's a rogue. It can't. I don't think I did. Rogues don't have names. Right. Hey, there, you <laughs> go. there you go. Way back, how did you get into playing guitar and singing? And well, I guess piano. How did you get into playing music? It actually started as like a forced thing for my parents. Um, they, <laughs> that usually never works out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I started with piano when I was like five. My brother and I both played an instrument. Mine was piano. His was a guitar. And I hated playing the piano because I was forced to do it. And then when I was a little older, I was like, I want to play guitar. So I taught myself how to play guitar. And I liked that better, obviously, because it was my choice. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then like as time went on, like picked up like bass and I had a drum kit for a little while. And then I like gone back to playing piano in the past few years because now I like it now that I was like, all right, I could have respected that more as a child, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I started when I was pretty young, but like it's just always been music in my house like my parents don't play but they have like speakers all over the house there's music going on and stuff so it's just always been like normal to just be surrounded by music so let's say i was hearing you guys for the first time what song would you point me to first um oh boy by uh business default i would say our latest single love suicide <laughs> um which uh yeah it's definitely like a good introduction to our band like a quick rock and roll melodic song so i would say definitely give that one a listen has chris on it who recently switched to vocals so that helps also because the other songs have our former singer on it so people get confused but (laughs) um this is the one with him so real quick chris was your drummer before he switched to singing so all of your other songs chris was drumming on them every song of the lp and past has him on it our previous EP had our previous drummer on it. And Chris sings one other song on the latest album, um, Do What You Want, but everything else is the other, the other singer. Cool. All right, this is Love Suicide by Planet Mercury. If suicide is calling out rejection I don't think I want to waste my time 
Just pick your poison, give me an injection Cause I can't stand this nightmare in my mind And it starts with them Who we are keeps us from being together Okay, well, first, I got to say, that was such a cool vibe. I I heard this song before, but <laughs> like when I heard it the first time, I was like, I don't know, what era would you say that the vibe is from? Like, it's got like an older, like, cla- like standard, like rock standard vibe to it, you know? And that's like the slap back adds to it, like on his voice and everything. Yeah. It's a really good song. Thank you. Do you do the main writing or do you guys all kind of like come together? Usually, like, Chris and I will have, like, an idea for something, but we all usually write the song, like, the complete thought together. Yeah. But he started the foundation for that one. I and mean, I think that's a very, like, Chris-esque song. Like, he loves harmonies. He loves, like, showing off his range. That is, like, him right there. He's very talented, not to brag. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, really, really like how that one came out. I really enjoyed how the build-up to it from the beginning. Just, like, it just progressively just got bigger and bigger and bigger and yeah. it's a lot of fun it's only like i thought like, after that first like i think it was there's a pre-chorus before the fake out when it just went into the guitar solo i was like okay here's this is sue nope no nope, <laughs> that faked me out big time it was really good i, I love that cool. <laughs> <It> worked <laughs> yeah you know when that last chorus came in it was like it was anticipated just enough. It was like, all right, come on, give us the, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. good. Thank you. So uh, how, did, how did the process of uh, recording that song go? For our past few recording sessions, we've gone to a place in Cairo, New York, 
to the bunker recordings. The producer is Mike Dwyer. So we usually will have like everything like 90% written and then we'll go there, record everything, add in all like, like he, it was his idea to do like the cool, like ambient little extras um, in that one. So like, he's really good at like just bringing the song to all that it can be. So he's very, very good at what he does. Um, very nice guy. Has a really cool dog. So <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend. <laughs> do you know what the meaning behind the lyrics are? So it's, yeah, it's like a Romeo and Juliet style, like forbidden love sort of thing. I think that was like going to be somewhat the original title, like something with like Romeo and Juliet, but it just came out like love suicide, basically like it, it can apply. This is based on what I've heard Chris say in the past. Um, it can apply to more than like romantic love, obviously, but basically it's just about like how you can't always throw yourself over the edge for things. Like you got to think about you and think about what's, what's worth you and your time. Um, versus just like going all in for everything all the time. Yeah, definitely feel that. But you gotta, I, I hog the mic, Michaela. If you can't tell, he's so super trying aggressive. To get Billy super to, aggressive. <laughs> trying to, you know, yeah, not do that. <laughs> no, um, well, it's funny too because I'm trying to figure out uh, just when, like, am I interrupting or am I gonna cut somebody off? And I just don't want to do that. I, but I think we've been doing. You, you cut well me off. So it's far. fine. I'll stop. Just, wait, wait, wait! I was talking, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now everybody go. <laughs> yeah. So. Have you gotten a chance to play that one live yet? We have, yeah. Um, we played it towards like the second half of the most recent tour we just did. Um, we do have a live recording of it, actually, now that I think about that. So we may do something with that. So far, it seems to have gone pretty well. It's like short and sweet, gets the job done. So I think people have been enjoying it. Um, but we'll definitely be playing it more for the future. Yeah, definitely. You can definitely um, remember the lyrics really easily. So cool. Very, uh, yeah, I can imagine like after, you know, you hear the chorus twice, it's like, okay, like no. I, can, I got the next, the last one for you. <laughs> Just hold the mic and I got you. Uh, how is it written? So I think like Chris had like 90% of the lyrics already done. I want to say already, like he has this cool little notebook, um, that I always like to see cause it always has good stuff in it. And then I think he showed us, he plays guitar too. Um, so he showed us like, you know, the bones of the song. So I think we actually, at the time we were, we didn't have a drummer really. Um, so it was just me, him and Pat playing it. And he was actually playing drums and I was writing the other guitar part over what he showed us. Um, and obviously Pat was writing the bass part. So he wrote the main rhythm part as well as the drums. And then I just like wrote the rest of the guitar, even though he like originally wrote it. Um, so he doesn't actually, I think he, he plays like a part in the bridge, but for that song, or most of the we did record four other or three other songs with that one. Um, he actually is like primarily just drums, um, and I'm doing the guitar parts, even though he wrote that song. So it's a little backwards, but <laughs> it works. <laughs> Do you normally play rhythm or lead? Normally lead. We'll like trade off if I don't know if I'm just playing a part and then he figures something out like to play over it. Then like I'm not going to take that away from him, you know. If you're like man hogging the mic, you'll yeah. you'll let him. Hey, man. Yeah, I totally get it. I want to play every solo. Gotta <laughs> be shining star. Billy's an actual guitarist. I'm a shitty guitarist. <laughs> Do you have any uh, crazy band stories? It doesn't have to be with this band. Like it could be any crazy story that revolved around like. I think the wildest one for me 
probably the most recent tour we did, a place we stayed in San Antonio, or it was like just outside San Antonio, a place called Kirby, Texas. We thought we were staying in like a very nice neighborhood because we, I guess we just got our description wrong because we told the guy who we were like, like we knew the promoter kind of, we like hung out with him during the day. And he's like, oh yeah, that's like a nice area. Like good for you guys. And we get there and it was not <laughs> the place we thought it was. Um, there was a lot of sketchy activity going on there. We saw people like swapping license plates. <laughs> it was just not, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was like buddy system only, like we're taking all the gear in the room. Like nobody. Did you take your license plate in the room? Right? I should have. I didn't even check. I could be driving around with someone else's this whole time. <laughs> That'd be really funny if you go out, you're like, holy shit, I have a Texas plate. <laughs> right? <laughs> that was, yeah, that was um, interesting. Before we get into the next song, I see you have a really nice uh, guitar signal back there. I don't even know. Okay, there we go. So those are actually not even my main ones. Um, <laughs> I'm in the basement right now, if you can't tell. But those are kind of my backups and my bass is over there too. Um, but my two mains are upstairs, just a standard Fender Telecaster. And then I just recently acquired, oh God, a Gretsch Ranchero um, while we were on tour. I traded my old acoustic for it at the Chicago Music Exchange. So I couldn't say no. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, so those are my two like babies. That's why I keep them in my room where it's like temperature controlled, like super nice. Right. Yeah, I totally get that. I picked um, up one of those player modern Telecasters. I was going to say recently, but it's been like four years now. Um, yeah. I really love the vibe of a Telecaster. You're awesome. Yeah, I have one of those. That's the, uh, I don't know if you can see it, the one with the 90 right there. Is it the front one? It's the yeah, Telecaster headstock. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually just playing it before we got on the call. Yeah, that was my second Tele that I got. It's super, super light. Like, so when you're playing it, you can just like fly it all over the place. But yeah, those guitars are like the best thing ever created. In my yeah, <laughs> I keep going back to the Fender. I'll always try yeah. something new and fancy. And then I just, I'm always back at Fender again. Yeah, I had a Les Paul actually as my first guitar, like of my own. And I was like, yeah, this is super cool. Like I play Les Paul and like, I was just always so uncomfortable playing it. And as soon as I got the other Telecaster I have upstairs, I was like, nah, screw this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's how I was too. I was for years, I was dying for a Les Paul, not yeah. saying anything bad about him. It, I just didn't personally jive with it. It was yeah. just like, yeah, it, it wasn't what I was expecting. Maybe it's the big mahogany bodies. They're a great studio guitar. I just yeah. would never play one live. Yeah. I can't do it. Like the, the tuning and like the, I don't know. I like to get, as far up as I can and you can't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Definitely. Uh, go Telecasters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what's your amp? Um, I also use Fenders. Mainly on stage, I have a, um, a Rock Pro 1000 head and then a 412. That's also Fender. And then I have like a smaller um, 212R, I think it is, um, just a combo. And then beneath me is a very tiny like Fender practice amp. So everything is Fender. The good <laughs> old 15 water that came with yeah. the strap pack. <laughs> yeah, just something to play like when I need a quick loud moment. <laughs> yeah, totally gotcha. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, tell us about the next song that you're going to show us. So Comatose is one of my personal favorites. It started off as a kind of a completely different song. I wrote it with the old singer. Um, we were just like in our practice space. It was originally written like in a different key and it had like a really different vibe. And then we moved it up half a step. And then I just started like noodling around until I got the intro part, which it's just very like, 
old school, like punky to me, the way everything's just very like four, four, like exactly what you expect, but not in a redundant way. It's super fun to play. I think people like it. I don't know. I like it, (laughs) but and I like the way it throws the minor at the end just to keep it interesting enough. But yeah, without, without giving up too much of the song. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one of my favorites to play live for sure. Jamie, you got anything you want to add in there? When did you guys put it out? I want to say the end of 2019, maybe, or early 2020. I think early 2020, because we made a video for it. And I remember filming that in the winter of 2020 or something. So, yeah. Like right before COVID hit. Yeah. Or it was right. I don't know. Either right before, like right, like after, like before we were like too scared. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Um, So it's been almost maybe like two years since the song's been out. Did you put it out as a single or was it with a... Yeah, just as a single, um, but it is on the um, full album. Um, So it was, I want to say the first single off of that album, but yeah, or first or second, I don't know. But um, yeah, it was one of the singles from there. I think it is definitely like single worthy. Like it's got the good catchy feel, like again, kind of like short and sweet. Cool, cool. So what's the meaning behind this one? So the song was written like... So yeah, it must've come out early 2020. Cause I remember we wrote it in 2019 where like a bunch of us just had a really wild and crazy, terrible year pre COVID, believe it or not. Oh, <laughs> um, man. You didn't know how bad it was going to get. Yeah, like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like we were so jaded back then, but it's basically just about, you just can't even believe the things that are happening. So like, am I dead inside or just co- like, you know, like you just absorb what's happening to you. And so basically we wrote a song about that. Just, I don't know, I guess trying to figure out our surroundings and just like, what is life right now? Cause I just feel like this cannot possibly be real. <laughs> so. Yeah. And, and did you uh, record this with the same guy? Yep. Yeah, we did. I think it was the second batch of songs we did. We did that LP in like two halves. Um, but yeah, um, we recorded all with Mike as well. Cool. I remember my question I wanted to ask you before. <laughs> this goes way back to the beginning. <laughs> All right. You said you were a vet tech. I got two questions for you. Right. One, what's your favorite animal? I would say dogs. Just I know it's dogs. a generic answer, but I just I love dogs so much. <laughs> if it wasn't if it wasn't a dog or a cat, because that's what I was going to ask next: okay. is cats or dogs? All right. If it wasn't a dog or a cat, oh boy, reptiles are actually really cool. That's one thing I did like about my terrible job at PetSmart was like, cause like we don't do reptile stuff at work, but I got to like be with them and like handle them and stuff. And I was almost going to get a tortoise. And then I was like, this thing's going to outlive me. So I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, somebody's going to have to adopt it after. Right. Wow. I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> that like parrots, parrots could easily outlive you too. <laughs> got to think about this stuff. <laughs> Do you have a dog? I do. She's actually right here. Um, oh, man. What kind of dog is it? She's a Frenchie. What's, what's her name? This is Dixie. Oh, oh hey. hello. <laughs> being needy. She doesn't like being picked up. That's why she's very scared. But. Yeah, she's like giving that face right now. Like, put me down. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing? We've, we've talked about this. How, how old is she? Uh, she's turning five in, in like two months. Oh, this is my yeah. guy right here. Dachshund. Yeah, a little, little dachshund. <laughs> he, uh, he really hates being picked up yeah, too. They're both like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> and, Stop. <laughs> and I can barely take care of myself. So why would I get an animal? So I don't have any. <laughs> 
I'm a crazy dog person. I have millions of dogs in my house if I could. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping one day I get rich so I can just buy like all the old dogs and take care of them. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I would be that if I had an endless supply of money, that's what I would do. That's like, wow. One's got to do it. <laughs> yeah. I, this is way out of character for Billy. I, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline. <laughs> no, there's no punchline. I have such a soft spot for dogs. <laughs> like, people could go to hell, but dogs. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what's next for you guys? What's on the agenda? I think just trying to get back to like playing shows. Pre-COVID, we were like really just like going at it. And then obviously that all happened. Um, and then we were like between drummers. So like things were just a little bit off schedule per se for us. Cause we usually just kind of like to go like balls to the wall, like play and travel and record. So I think the game plan is basically just to get back to doing as much as possible now that we have like a steady lineup again. So here's to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Massachusetts pretty much open again, isn't yeah. it? Um, like some of the shows we played a few months ago, like you had to wear a mask if you weren't performing, but like, aside from that, it's nothing is really different anymore. And people I think are like much more excited to go and see a show just cause it's been so long. Um, so people are definitely like more enthusiastic about things and more supportive, which is always really cool. I have definitely like seen that it's wild. So where can people find you guys? We're on all the social media. Um, Facebook is just Planet Mercury. Let's see, Twitter, our Instagram is Planet Mercury Band, Twitter, Planet Mercury Mass. We're on Spotify, Bandcamp. Um, we have a merch website, uh, Planet Mercury on Shopify. So anywhere you can buy stuff or listen to stuff or watch us post stuff, we're probably there. <laughs> um, so if you like it, then feel free to check us out. Are you guys, do you have uh, tortoise coming up or no? Um, we have two shows at the end of this month, both in Boston at the Middle East on the 22nd and the 28th, um, which I'm very excited for, both of them. Um, of May in 2022, because this yes. this is just live there forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows what year. <laughs> but I have to follow you guys, too. I'm going to be up in Boston for around the 4th of July, so if you guys are playing any shows. Actually, might be. It's still under wraps right now, but possibly on that weekend, on the 2nd, we may have a show. To be determined. <laughs> cool, cool. I'd definitely love to check you guys out while I'm up there. Cool. All right, Michaela, um, in your best radio person voice, introduce your next song. Oh, my radio person voice is terrible. It's good. This is one I wish Chris was here. <laughs> um, I just, I'm just going to do it regular because it's going to be terrible. Uh, but sure, it is one of my favorite songs we've ever written. Um, it is called Comatose, so enjoy. <laughs>
That's just a really cool song. <laughs> yeah. You guys have a really nice vibe. I always find myself, I get like this, the biggest grin on my face when, uh, <laughs> I just, I was, as an example where everything stops and he's like comatose and just yeah. like, there's the hook, there's a song, that's the name <laughs> of the movie, there it is. Got that one rip, that sticks in your head. <laughs> I also really like the way you came into the solo. Just so, like, all chopped out, like, rrr, rrr. it's like, it's coming. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. Yeah. And the, uh, the breakdown, too, that was, that, I was pretty surprised with that one. Yeah, we had, we had to do it. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this song has just about everything. <laughs> yeah, it's touched like the old punk, the new punk. <laughs> yeah. Sad punk. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Do you have anything else to plug? Um, we did, as I mentioned, record some other singles um, with Love Suicide. Um, so, in the rest of the year, perhaps you'll hear another new song or so, but you'll have to follow us on social media to find out. So definitely hint, hint. look us up. <laughs> Planet Mercury. Cool. Michaela, thank you very much for hanging out. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So that was our interview with Michaela Logan from Planet Mercury. That is a really cool band. Yeah, that I was super stoked listening to all that. It was just a fun time. And I feel like we haven't really had too many gear talks. So having a gear talk with her was awesome. Yeah, that's something that I was I was really like, oh, man, that's a good thing, Billy, right there. Especially like you could talk guitars like all day with people. Oh, yeah, that was great. That was a good, good little addition to the in the core a music podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'll go home. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, really cool uh, songs. Those two songs each had their own vibe to them. I mean, they were really cool. Very interesting. Um, again, that was Planet Mercury. You can find them all over social media and all the platforms. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of In the Core, a music podcast. <laughs>